lesson from the prophecy of Isaiah. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, that he may have mercy on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and snow come down from heaven, and return not hither but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Continuation of the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time when Jesus entered Jerusalem, all the city was stirred, saying, Who is this? And the crowds said, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. And Jesus entered the temple of God, and drove out all who sold and bought in the temple. And he overturned the temple, the tables of the money changers, and the seats of those who sold pigeons. He said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you make it a den of robbers. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. But when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful things that he did, and the children crying out in the temple, Hosanna to the son of David, they were indignant. And they said to him, Do you hear what these are saying? And Jesus said to them, Yes. Have you never read, Out of the mouths of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise? And leaving them, he went out of the city to Bethany and lodged there. The saving words of the gospel. Uh, today we continue our Lenten journey through the stations of Rome. Today we're gathering um, down along where the old Greek markets were. And if you've ever been to Rome, you've been down in that area probably to visit the, the church of Santa Maria in Cosmodine. That's where the, the mouth of truth is, you know, where you stick your hand into the thing. And uh, the, there's down there the Temple of Vesta. It's what I call the Temple of the Chinese Hat. And um, that area is, uh, you know, it was all the different markets of Fora down there. And very much a Greek quarter. And, uh, and important because it was close to the Palatine Hill and close to the, the action, as it were. Um, so we're going to gather today at the Church of San Nicola in Carcere, and I have a personal connection there. That's where I was assigned as a seminarian and then as a deacon, and I was ordained a deacon in that church. It's where St. Gaspar del Bufalo started the confraternity of the Precious Blood, and every once in a while I do the Litany of the Precious Blood, and I have a relic of Gaspar del Bufalo uh, right over there. So we gather at this church, and then we make a a, 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 pro, a procession, um, singing penitential litanies and so forth, over to Santa Anastasia, uh, not too far away. Um, and uh, it's an ancient church. It was an extremely important church in Rome. Uh, and the history of it is terribly complex. I'm not going to go into it in depth because it just it's just too complicated. Also very complicated is who the figure of St. Anastasia was. Well, there was an Anastasia who came from Sirmian, Sirmium in Serbia, to modern-day Serbia. And then there was maybe a Roman matron, Anastasia. 
And, um, but the fact is, is that it was near the Palatine Hill, and therefore near the near to where really important people were. And um, so this uh, this church had, came to a lot of prominence. A uh, Saint Jerome, who is also from that same area as Saint Anastasia of Sirmium, uh, is said to have served as a priest there. And uh, in that same time, a uh, Pope Damasus uh, would have uh, decorated it. And um, uh, it's uh, there it was closed for years and years and years and years, and it was very hard to get into. But um, it's one of the station churches, and uh, so that's where we're going today. Uh, and it is, by the way, the station church for the second Mass of Christmas. You know, there are three Masses on Christmas, and this is the, set, the station church for the Mass of Dawn. You see how important, how important it was um, that it should be one of the three Christmas uh, stations along with St. Mary Major and so forth. I mean, it's very important. So, uh, turning to our scripture readings today, um, what's going on here? Well, we have, uh, we have Isaiah uh, 55. Um, this is all about uh, seeking the Lord. Um, come to the waters, right? This is, this is all about this is all about seeking the Lord. It, it has to do with with image, beautiful images of water, and um, you know, just before in in just before this uh, in in Isaiah, um, we have the image of uh, coming to eat. Those who have no eat, uh, no food, come to eat. No, that's in fifty six, I guess, in the next chapter. And it talks about the, uh, the the dry tree. There's an image in the very next chapter. There's an image of the dry tree, and uh, what's there's the connection with that might be in the section just before what we hear in Matthew today, when the Lord goes up to the temple. What is going on? What's our context here? No, this is Matthew. We're already in Matthew 21. So this entrance to Jerusalem. This this time he goes to the temple. This is Palm Sunday, and so the Lord has entered in into the city on Palm Sunday, and as he enters, uh, the people stop singing the spring um, festival songs and start singing the harvest festival songs, and they start waving branches, palm branches, and so forth towards them, like they would do at the at the, at the harvest festival. They would wave wave branches. And they thought that this is the Davidic Messiah king priest who was going to go up to the temple. And when he did, he would reestablish the presence of God again. The, the art, you know, the Shekinah, the presence of God would descend on the temple again. And, he, you know, they'd throw off the yoke of the Roman oppressor and all that, you know, was going to happen. Well, in fact, the presence of God did return to the temple, but in the form of the Lord who is that angry to find that the people had encroached, the money changers and the people who were selling stuff had encroached on the courtyard of the Gentiles. Uh, when uh, the temple, uh, when Solomon made the temple and then it was destroyed, and then Herod made the temple, uh, Solomon made the temple much, 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 much larger than the old tabernacle, the tents that they would drag around, you know, through the wilderness. But and they added to it, it was large, much larger, partly because they had uh, a courtyard for the Gentiles. Because the idea, the dedication of the temple, 
was that all the nations uh, were to have a place there at the temple. All the foreigners, all of the, the non-Jews should have a place there in order to, to worship the one uh, God. And so uh, here we have the courtyard of the Gentiles. And one of the fulfillments of the prophecy about the coming of the Messiah, who is also God, would be that the Gentiles would come. And if the courtyard of the Gentiles was full, then there was no place for the Gentiles to pray. And this is one of the reasons why the Lord drove them all out, because they had to be able to come to come to pray in the temple, because that was one of the, the signs that his hour had, had finally come. Now this issue of the dry tree, uh, what happens, remember Palm Sunday, it says here that they left and they go uh, out to Bethany, uh, to stay, and then the next day they come into the city, and what happens? The, the Christ curses the fig tree. Remember that? He curses the fig tree because it's not bearing any fruit. Well, you know, the poor fig tree wasn't expected to bear any fruit in the in the uh, in the spring. Uh, figs, you know, bear fruit in the in the fall. So this poor tree, it's uh, it gets cursed by the Lord. And then when they come out of the city and they pass by the tree again, they, it's all withered. And everyone points it out and says, look, that tree that you cursed, look at it now. Well, the, the fact is, is that the, the fig tree was the, 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 the tree um, of the fall of our first parents. So the new Adam is coming in, and he wants nothing to do with that tree. So he, he shows uh, his, his, his victory over the, over the fall of our first parents. And so, uh, in any event... Um, I, uh, I think it would be not uh, a waste of time for you to open up your Bibles and to take a look at chapters 55 and 56, and then uh, Matthew 21, and take a look and see how they, how they fit together. Dominus Obisum, Oremus, Esperami Domini Dixi, Tuis Deus Meus, in Maribus Tuis Tempore Mea.